He says, enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction. And those who enter by it are many. Jesus told the disciples, there's two paths that you need to choose. One is the narrow gate. Not many want to go to the narrow gate. For the gate is wide because there's another option. The gate is wide and the way is easy. But then it leads to destruction. Many. Picture millions walking that road of the easy path to faith. The word that leads to destruction, if you look at the very root meaning in the Greek word that it was used in Matthew 7, means this. Causing someone to be completely severed, cut off entirely from what could or should have been. This is the question you don't want to ask. This is the haunting thing that happens to a lot of people. On their deathbed, on their darkest moment, they ask the question, Lord, if I just followed you before, what could be or what should have been my life now, I've been completely cut off because I've chosen the easy road, the wide road, the easy way to faith, a faith that is so comfortable, I don't need any commitment. I don't need sacrifice. All I need to do is show up on church on a Sunday. That's it. A life of what could be or what should have been if I just followed Christ, if I became a disciple of Jesus, not a crowd, not an attendee, part of the disciples on the Sermon on the Mount who made the decision, I'm not choosing the easy road to faith. I'm going through the narrow way that leads to life. You see, the temptation we have today is we see many, many, by the millions, embracing a kind of faith that requires no sacrifice, requires zero commitment, a faith that is comfortable, a faith that is based on convenience, but it leads to what? The Bible says destruction. Not is not not is not it not it is only talking about hell. It's talking about a state of what could be or what should have been. I want you to look upon your own life and I want you to check. Have I chosen the easy path? Have I, also, have I chosen the wide road that requires nothing of me and I can declare myself a Christian? Just go to church. That's it. I'm good. I'm waiting for Jesus to come. I'll judge every person who's a sinner and I'll just show up on Sunday and not do anything about my faith. Nothing revolutionary about whatsoever in your life. A faith that is so consumed with self on what Christ can do for me. The easy path of faith. Of what could be or what should have been. 
so sad to hear so many stories of people coming to us. Pastor, I've heard the message. I knew it before. I chose not to follow because I saw many walking the easy road and I thought that was it. A life of what could be or what should have been. The Bible talks about another road. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few. Sad picture. Two roads, wide, easy. Many walk through it. Leads to what could be or what should have been. But there's this road, very narrow, dangerous, muddy. But at the end of that road, there's life. Life that was mentioned in the Bible means this. Of the absolute fullness of life. Buong buo. Punong puno ng buhay. That was the Greek word that was used in scripture. Sustained only by God. No people can sustain. Nobody can sustain. No material possessions can sustain that life. Only God can sustain that life. In layman's term, it's to be fully alive. Punong puno ng buhay. Bible says, you have to choose the narrow road. If there was one time we've ever trekked, I don't know if it's even called a trek, was when we were in Bacolod, and I think my eldest at the time was four, and the second one was two years old. So, mambukal ba yun? I don't know, I forgot, mambukal, no? Right? And uh, we went there, and they said there are seven waterfalls that you go through. I never thought it was hard. I thought it was easy. I was in my shirt, my shorts, and my crocs. I don't know if it's even original. Somebody gave it to me, right? Or if it's bought downstairs, right? I wasn't prepared for the trek, if, that, if you call that a trek. Seven levels, I think it would take you eight to ten hours to go through the seven waterfalls. At first, it was kind of easy, level one. But somewhere in level one, I was carrying my second, and I think my eldest, Tammy was carrying. We weren't prepared for this. The tour guide now, we, it gets a little slippery now, and with your slippers that's no longer holding, it was dangerous, right? But I remember when we went to level two of the waterfalls. All the dangers gone when we saw the view. Amazing view. Life. But the narrow road is dangerous. And when the guide told us, Sir, are you le- ready for level three? Mabilis ba? Mahirap. Sir, mas mahirap po. Uwi na tayo. Reality strikes back. I can't. Right? Even though I can, but carrying someone and not prepared with my slippers, I can't go to level three. We have to go back. Some ways, that's a picture of Christians today. Not prepared for the road ahead. Thinking it's all just about showing up on a Sunday. Wearing the most comfortable slippers to be entertained and inspired and be enlightened by the man of God who will preach the word that Sunday. 
no sacrifice, no suffering, no commitment. And if ever messages get hard, offended, leaves the church, feels like there's no grace in the preaching. But Jesus preached this message. The disciples knew what he was saying when he said, you walk the easy path, it's going to be a life of what could be or should have been. It's going to be your destruction. You're going to regret. You're going to cry when you're old and say, Lord, if I just follow. Lord, if I just embrace teaching and the faith that comes with the message of the kingdom. Life or death. Two options we were given. 